Welcome to Joy in Learning, a podcast from the Harley School in Rochester, New York. We're an independent school for nursery through grade 12, where there's always lots of interesting learning going on for us to share with you. For this episode, I spoke with Harley parents Cheryl Kojo and Anand Mari about their upcoming Common Speaker Series talk on diversity in education. Enjoy! I am here with Anand Mari and Cheryl Kojo, both Harley parents and our speakers at this month's Common Speaker Series. So I'm going to get right into it and ask you, I guess I'll start with Cheryl. Um, tell me how you got to where you are in higher education. Uh, just tell us about sort of that story and that journey. And while you're there, if you had any any challenges or strategies that helped along the way, uh, you, you've reached a level of success in higher education, and that's really what the conversation is about. So uh, we'd love to sort of hear how you got to where you are now. Sure. Um, so I, I am... Um a pediatrician and an adolescent medicine physician. Um, and I guess it helped a lot that my dad was a science teacher. And uh, he definitely poked and prodded um, being a teacher and also being an immigrant as well, poked and prodded, but in a good way. Um, so I, I was fortunate to have him as a support and also kind of understanding nuances of the system, so to speak, the system of education. Um, I went on to college and, you know, that, that was rough, I would say, as it can be for any college student. But it's so important to kind of feel like you can find your place or find people who are supportive and people who can mentor you and kind of help show you the pathway as you go along. Um, I feel like I, w- I was fortunate enough to find that. And the interesting thing is just when you kind of know the lay of the land, it's time to go. <laughs> and that seems to repeat itself with every phase of education. But um, then went on to medical school. And I say it would, it, I would say it's more of the same story of kind of finding whom your supports are. Peer support is really important as well as formal mentor, mentee, and having several to get different perspectives on how to proceed um, and also getting different perspectives on the lay of the land as well as people being able to offer opportunity that you might otherwise not have been aware of. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds extremely important. And, and Anand, same question. How did you tell us about your story and, and how you got to where you are? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I, I work as a professor um, at the at the university, and I, I work on how people understand economics. That's my research. And um, I got here as an immigrant. I moved to this country when I was nine. Didn't speak one word of English, um, and so that's definitely the first challenge I placed uh, that I faced growing up. And my parents really believed in the value of education, kind of like Cheryl's um, parents did. And so they put all their resources in trying to help us succeed. And so I hit the educational lottery. I was able to go um, undergrad, master's, doctoral program, and so forth. And I knew that I was lucky to be able to do that. And I knew that I went into this line of work so that I could provide the same type of opportunities for people that come after me, um, especially low-income kids growing up in urban areas. Um, I was able to be lucky and hit the lottery. And I think everyone should be able to do that. So uh, 
along those lines, uh, I'll ask uh, Anand, are there, um, so why do you think that diversity in education um, and, and whatever you choose to speak to, whether it's um, primary or higher ed, why is that important to you? Um, diversity is one of the foundations that I believe in, um, in professionally and personally, because I think it makes us better. I think the more inclusive we are, we're able to, as an immigrant myself, coming to this country, not knowing English, not knowing the customs, um, uh, the languages, the foods, and so forth, I think it's one of the things that I was able to bring is my own background um, as an immigrant. And that, I think, it adds to the richness mm -hmm. of any environment we work in. And especially as those in education, I think we want to include all the people we work with. And I don't think we should be exclusionary, but rather inclusionary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Cheryl, can you speak to some of the structures that are in place uh, in, in where you are mm -hmm. to encourage and support diversity in higher education? Mm -hmm. So I, in addition to being a pediatrician and adolescent medicine specialist, I'm an associate dean at the medical school at the University of Rochester. And um, I would say it first starts with admissions um, and what principles and values do we have in terms of screening applications, um, having a holistic review, um, what, are, what are people bringing to the table with their whole selves? So it's more than just the numbers, so to speak. So you know, tell me about who you are as a person, where you grew up, what adversities did you have to traverse and negotiate? Um, what are you passionate about? Um, many of our students who are with us now have lived other lives before they come to medical school, which I think is great because it brings a certain perspective and maturity and focus too, to kind of say, this is what I wanna do. So I, so I think it starts with admissions. I would also say valuing, again, the, the idea that there's a richness of perspective that you bring. I think this is something when we, when we look at it in medical education, we often look at the business world. The business world values diversity because they understand that it's a bringing together for the best ideas. Um, and diversity with our students leads to the best care, the best bringing together for ideas of taking care of patients. Um, we also value cultural competence, um, cultural humility. So in talking about physicians providing care to patients, your patients aren't always gonna look like you, um, but how do I kind of understand that person's journey or how they go about making decisions or what their options are around their healthcare? Um, that that's really an, another important piece to kind of valuing diversity um, is just that how do we how do we understand it how do we understand ourselves being different from others um, and how do we have a respect and curiosity for that so embedding those values as well during medical education. So uh, to continue on that, you you mentioned uh, a student's passion. Uh, do you have any advice for current students in trying to identify, find, and foster that passion and um, it, and how to sort of achieve their own goals in terms of getting into higher education? Well, I think trying to figure out what your passion is involves exposure 
to different things, um, trying on different hats and, and not being afraid to try. Um, and then kind of see what fits you, kind of what's that feeling inside of you that kind of says, you know, I really like doing this or I really feel committed to this and running with it. Um, I, and this is, this is a reflection, I guess this is kind of maybe the, the pediatrician adolescent side of me because with seeing lots of adolescents, the concern for, oh, I've got to be all these different things. I've got to be the star basketball player. I've got to be on student council. I've got to save whales off the coast of Antarctica. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you, I mean, you have all those things and that creates stress and anxiety, which is a whole other conversation. But what about the depth of what you're committed to? Um, and I would say whatever that feeling is that you get inside about that particular thing, to run with it. Because in, in my opinion, it's more about the depth than variety of things per se. Um, and that would be valued, at least in, in our, our screening process, that would be valued. Mm-hmm. And, and Anna, can you um, offer any advice to, to current students in terms of finding that passion or achieving their academic goals? Yeah, so I think for me, um, one of the things I, I learned is that you try and you fail, and that's okay. And that's a learning experience, right? So I think we are so driven about, oh, we got to be successful at being the best basketball player or best student council and so forth. But you learn as much from failure mm-hmm. than you do from success. And I think so it's okay. I mean, we are in education environments, you have a lot of social network and support that's there, whether it be your family, your friends, mentors, um, and so forth. So there, take advantage of that. Because once you are an adult, um, you have less of that social net, safety net yeah. that's there to protect you. So yeah. it's okay to try multiple things. And as you're trying to find that passion that Cheryl talks about, that you can go into depth, um, it's okay to try multiple things, especially when you're younger. Yeah, I think that that's wonderful advice. And I, I want to thank you guys both for coming in. This was fantastic. And I think it's a great preview for what we're going to hear more about on Saturday, October 26th at the next Common Speaker Series. Thank you both for joining. Thank yeah, you. Both. Thank you, Art. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on Joy in Learning, the Harley Schools podcast. We look forward to sharing interesting stories, discussing educational topics, and exploring ideas with you in our next episode. See you again soon.